Hello, all you listeners out there. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Stupid Sports Podcast. Stupid Sports Podcast, what are our goals? Our goals are to create thought-provoking content to get better and better every episode, every day, every week, and to challenge some of the common conceptions or misconceptions out there in the sports world. For our inaugural episode, we're going to dive into the Aaron Rodgers saga. And wow, this thing just gets better and better or worse and worse, depending on your perspective. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Where to start with Aaron Rodgers? Um, I think first... I'm going to start with the common perceptions of Aaron Rodgers in this situation in the sports world. In general, I think it's safe to say that commentators have been supportive of Aaron Rodgers. He's an incredible talent. Green Bay Packers haven't supported him. Green Bay Packers haven't accomplished enough with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is somehow not culpable for any of the lack of success with the Green Bay Packers. We love the player. I totally get it. It's a common thing. And let's face it, Aaron Rodgers is an incredible talent. And he's also someone who's smart enough to know how to use the media, use social media to get his point across. So in general, the media has been supportive of Aaron Rodgers. Is it warranted? Here are my thoughts. Let's talk about talent. Because one thing you hear a lot with Aaron is talent. He's so talented. He's so incredibly talented. A couple years ago, even, we were talking about him as one of the most, if not the most talented quarterback ever. But something that people don't often mention when it comes to talent is that talent on its own is overrated. Oftentimes the most talented people are not the most successful people. And you can look around the NFL to see the inverse of this, right? Brady drafted low, Breeze drafted low, two of the best quarterbacks ever. Not necessarily the most physically talented, but maybe the most mentally talented. I say this to illustrate the fact that the most talented people aren't necessarily the most successful ones. Maybe it's because they don't have to sacrifice as much to attain greatness, but it nonetheless does not equal success over time to simply have talent. And, and in fact, to tell an anecdote from my own life, when I was in high school, I played baseball. Um, I, I caught my senior year, and we had a, a pitcher on our team who, who threw in the mid-90s. He was scouted from the time he was probably 12 or 13. He was 
rated nationally, he was this, he was that, he was amazing. But unfortunately, what ended up happening is because he was so talented from such a young age and so much better than everyone else physically, that he never had to put in the work or the effort to be great at being a pitcher. And so people would just sit on his fastball and he got hit hard because he never developed better pitches, more pitches, never used his location or movement. And sometimes when it comes to talent, that's the way that it goes. You, you can go so far on your talent, but the inner talent, the mental talent isn't there and doesn't take you to the next level and doesn't make you the goat. And, and frankly, I think that that's what is so different between just talented folks and people like Jordan, people like Brady, people like Gretzky. They had a, a different level of talent that went beyond just their physical gifts and it was their mental makeup that took them to that level. Why is the issue of talent important? Because clearly in Aaron's career, for most of his career, talent has been enough to make him the first or second best quarterback in the league year in and year out. The reason that talent is important is because I personally, and I believe that the Packers believe that the talent has been receding in years past. And I think, you know, looking at Roger's stats, um, you know, aside from last year, his best QBR seasons were 2011, 2007, 2014, 2016. Meanwhile, his worst QBR seasons were 2019 and 2018. Similar stats for complete completion percentage and overall QBR. Why is this important? How does this link to talent? The way that it's it links to talent and the reason it's important is because clearly the Packers saw a trend line. Aaron Aaron's talent is running low, is receding, and that other thing that we talked about, the work ethic, the emotional makeup and talent, the off-season work and prep, wasn't offsetting the reduction in talent. And I think that the Packers were proven to be correct in that, in that their off-season moves before last season seemed to inspire Aaron to improve. And it was his best year, like I said, his top QBR year. So clearly they saw that the talent was receding and that whatever Aaron was or was not doing in the offseason was not offsetting that reduction in talent. I think it speaks volumes that one offseason of Aaron getting mad at the Packers was enough to motivate him to have his his best season. And at his age, I think that's an indictment on the previous four or five seasons where Aaron performed below career averages. And I know that this 
conversation about talent and stats is difficult for most of us. But I think that anyone who has run a business or owned a business might think about it a little bit differently. I think that most folks think like an employee, meaning that they think about only the immediate benefit to themselves in any given situation. And because of that, they can sympathize with Aaron and they want Aaron to get what he wants most immediately. But if you really think about this from the perspective of the Packers, you see a reduction in the talent. There's not an offset of effort to improve overall performance. And if you're the owner of that organization, or one of the owners in this case, the steward of the organization, you've got to be thinking about your plan for the future. Now, if you're an employee, you might just be thinking about that next paycheck. How can I get that next paycheck? How can I make my day-to-day -day better? But if you own that company, you own that organization, you've got to be thinking 5, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 years out. And frankly, the Packers are an organization that have done that over time. And not only has it led to their success, um, but it's also led to their value as an organization. And, and amongst the great teams in the world, the Packers are there. The Packers, I think of the Packers as being in the same category as the Steelers. It's an organization that year in, year out is professional, is competitive, and they, frankly, their teams leave it on the field. In addition to the issues with talent reduction, effort reduction, and frankly, the selfish thinking that Aaron has demonstrated, not to, to take away from him and getting what he can financially, but I question his motivation in this situation, frankly. If your motivation is to be the highest paid quarterback in the league, okay, I understand. But the way that he's being that he's presenting this is that the Packers haven't supported him and they haven't helped him with the pieces, surrounded him with the best pieces. But my question for Aaron is which roster could you go to that would make you a better quarterback, that could get you another championship? How many rosters are there that are that much better than the Packers? And in that vein of going to another team to get a better roster than what the Packers have provided, I hear a lot of comparisons out there with between the Packers and Teams like the Seahawks, the Bucks, the Bengals, the Dolphins, in that these teams have provided great teams around their quarterbacks to win. And I just want to take some time to go through a couple of these because I think that this comparison is um, 
frankly, is disingenuous. For one, um, just on a very high level, comparing what the Packers have done historically and the team that they were last year to the Seahawks, the Bucks, the Bengals, the Dolphins historically is a falsity. It's a false comparison. So let's start there. Secondly, even a team like the Bucks that have put every single piece possible around Tom Brady is a poor comparison. It's a poor expectation of the Packers. For one, Aaron Rodgers is making a lot more money than Tom Brady. So there's a lot more money available in Tampa Bay to surround Brady with the pieces. Also, as we've already established, the Packers are not an organization that is going to take the possibility on one or two years of success. And because they've put the money down on those one or two years, sacrifice the next 10 years of productivity. They're not going to tie up all their money into a few players that are going to be gone or retired or old or whatever it might be past their prime to possibly win a couple of Super Bowls and to have no chance at even making the playoffs for the next 10 years. It's not even comparable. In fact, amongst those teams, the Seahawks have more championships combined than all those teams combined. So, obviously a team like the Bengals or the Dolphins are going to surround their quarterback with players because they're also trying to keep that quarterback. They've got to do it to keep Burrow in Cincinnati. And as far as just pure talent is concerned, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you believe you're the best or the second best quarterback in this this league, that means that you've got to carry more weight of the talent. He's at a different place in his career. Maybe not in his prime, but just past his prime. He's not in the same place as a Brady or as in a Burrow or a Tua or a other rookie quarterbacks that need a lot of people around them, like Baker Mayfield. Those guys have not developed their take their talent, their understanding of the offenses. They need the talent around them. Frankly, at Aaron's stage in his career, he should be carrying more of the load. And obviously, with where the Packers have finished over the last decade, to me it indicates that they have surrounded him with the talent. So to wrap things up, Aaron Rodgers is a generational quarterback. No organization is perfect. The Packers are no exception to that. But I believe that the way that they've operated in this situation is within the context of an organization that cares about its long-term competitiveness. They've never been an organization to bring in splashy free agents. They develop from within. They grow from within. And so it only makes sense that they would draft a quarterback to replace a quarterback that, frankly, is at the end of his career, towards the end of his career, that has shown a reduction in productivity, that has not really shown the willingness off the field to dedicate to offsetting that talent with his work. And frankly, 
Aaron Rodgers would have a hard time doing better by going somewhere else and creating false comparisons with other teams and other organizations doesn't hide the fact that the Packers are doing what's right for the Packers. And that's why they're one of the greatest football teams, sports teams in the world. They should try to keep Aaron Rodgers as long as he's productive, as long as he can put them in a position to win championships. But they also shouldn't sell the future of their franchise for one or two years of making Aaron Rodgers happy.